And now, on with the show. a number at birth your number comes up they know where you live they come in the night we're here to help you bearing gifts you can't do this now all you have to do is stay alive it's kill or be killed i'm going to win meet the contenders dawn jeff connie Lindsay, tony franklin just watch your back because tony's coming one will win. I'm a survivor. The rest will die. What happened? Serious. Just thought I'd look these people up. You know, psych them out. The highest rated series in television history. I hate you! Just got too big for your living room. There's a bomb in your house and it's going to blow in about five, four, three, two, one. They're real people. Get you, Connie! In real danger, in a fight for their lives. Can you shut that off, please? There's not enough light. Yeah, well, why don't you go first, then? All right, now I can't see anything. It's too hot for TV. Innocent people are going to get hurt here. And it's coming to a theater near you. That means you, assholes! Oh, my God, they're here! Let them in! Please, let them in! Seriously. The game. Is real. I saw you on TV. I love you. Don't even exist anymore for the ultraviolet still around. Take that, everybody! Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. Cold open, talk about ultraviolet, digital copies, and what have you. Yeah, how do yeah. we avoid not watching ultraviolet? We were real close to watching uh, it one month. We could. Alec comes with a wacky title that we can use. No for... vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can watch that um that oh, Nicolas that... Cage vampire movie where he eats vampire's a cockroach. Kiss? No, it's called like. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that might yeah. be it. Yeah. What Dracula what the two thousand? Uh, oh no, with uh, Gerard Butler, I think. The Dracula that killed Jesus. That's that right. one that has uh, what's his name, Ethan Hawke, Daybreakers. Day oh, Day Smashers. Day Smashers. It's got Ethan Hawke. Sean and I were just talking about Daybreakers. Yeah, because the oh yeah, I was going to say Sam Sam. Neil. What's that? <laughs> wow! 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 What's that? Wow. Sam Neil's in a vampire? He's in Daybreakers. I thought he was in Daybreakers, but it's Willem Dafoe. I don't think I've ever he seen that. Sam Neil is in. They might both be in it. I think, yeah. I think Sam Neil plays Willem Dafoe vampire. plays the Willem Dafoe character. Yeah, Willem Dafoe plays sure. the human. Sam Neil plays the Sam Neil character. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen Those guys made the new Saul movie that's not supposed to be very good. Sam Neil and Willem Dafoe? No, the guys... <laughs> The guys that made Daybreakers oh. and Predestination. Yeah, what a weird. Well, Predestination is the only good movie yeah. they made because they also made Undead, which is fucking horrible. I've never seen it. Maybe we should maybe we owe ourselves a rewatch of that. I don't know, dude. I remember. Yeah, they're both in it. Hating that fucking movie. Undead. 
Yeah, you remember? I think you were over. It was when we were all living together. Is that the zombie movie and like the house? Well, they, but the front's got like a shotgun, like four barrels. So you're just checking Peter all the boxes. Jackson. Wasn't it? No, it's those two guys. It's like a oh. brother. Oh, you're thinking of Dead Alive. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Or Brain, brain Dead. Like Guy Fieri. Ooh. Is this the one where the, like, the aliens come at the end and save the cows or something? Yes, that's sort of, one. but everybody's like floating and they yeah, fly. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. the one. That's undead. Yes, that is undead. That's what I said. Did you see... Oh, I'm you... just trying to get my... Yes, no, I, that's undead. I, I sent you the text earlier, but Michael Fassbender starring in a feature-length Kung Fury movie. Don't put your fucking hand down, please. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the wrong direction. Who fuck wants to watch that? A feature-length feature With it. Michael Fassbender? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, because... That yeah. guy's not the seal of quality he used to be. He yeah. Foss my bender. How many guys... How many times Assassin's have you all seen Assassin's Creed? Assassin's <laughs> Look at that poster. That poster screams badass. Yeah, I, that's why I wanted to see it. And then I watched the movie, and it sucks. We're talking oh, about undead stuff. Other shit. Uh, Jumanji's made three-quarters of a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, that movie is not going anywhere. Climb, climb, climb. It's still needs to... Hey, is Rampage going to make money? I'm sorry. It's going to make some money. Yes. Absolutely. It what were you saying about Jumanji? I think it's, uh, this was the first week it wasn't number one in like three or four has weeks. Has Dwayne Johnson been in a movie that hasn't made money since he's been like <sighs> I don't think Mr. So. Action Star? What about um, Baywatch is probably Snitch. the worst. Did Snitch make money? Snitch. That was pre, I don't think they have That was like pre-blockbuster rock though. No, yeah, that's post-blockbuster rock. Rockbuster. No. What Snitch? would you consider blockbuster? Snitch. It was 2013. Whenever Fast and Furious 5, Yeah, I guess? whenever Fast 5 we're, came out. We're talking, me and TJ were talking about that the other night. Like he... Mm-hmm. <laughs> He revitalized that franchise and became a huge action star. Yeah. Overnight. I, I still think it's absolutely insane that Fast and the Furious got to make four movies before they made the good one. <clears throat> like, think about that for a second. Yeah, Snitch made $60 million in the box office and cost twenty five. Yeah, that's a hit. Fair enough. Anyway, what do y'all watch? Yeah, right? Jesus <laughs> Christ. What do y'all watch? <laughs> Alec. 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 Okay. Now. Coming in hot. I watched two movies. Woo! The first one Dude, is a little film on Netflix called Pottersville. Yeah, I want to watch this. Is that the Ron Perlman Christmas movie? Yes. Oh, okay. wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, is it like a side to It's a Wonderful Life? No. Excuse uh, me? Wait, Where did you put no, that it's not. together? Because Mr. Potter is in A Wonderful Life. Oh. No. But he doesn't have a town. He does when fucking George Bailey kills himself. Or never exists. Yeah, when he dies as a baby. I that subplot of that movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is Potter's when, Field. When George Bailey dies, Jimmy Stewart? drowns no, in the beginning when he's a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and Jimmy Stewart's a lot like that. That's then, not too bad. They, just they, just can't stop they can't. They can't help themselves. <laughs> anyway, continue. continue. Um, Pottersville. So before you start, I've heard really terrible reviews for this movie. It's not bad. Okay, but it's got Michael Shannon, Ooh, Rob Perlman, Ian McShane, Love, Judy Greer, Tom Lennon, Christina Hendricks. I'm queer. Did she get her face blowed off? No. Oh. Should meet the business of a shotgun? No. <laughs> she, Alec and um, I saw some promo for some new show with Christina Hendricks where she's like a house mom that it becomes a bank robber. And I'm like, she'd be the worst bank robber because you'd be like, well, I couldn't see her face, but she has the most <laughs> biggest those tits are I've ever seen. Those are definitely her tits. Oh, that, oh was that, I saw it. It's the fucking the promo for White Set It Off. Look, yeah, it's actually. Got, uh, it's got Mae Whitman Oh, in it. before I forget, we have to mention this. Alec and I saw her? the most insane fucking trailer. I cannot wait to see it. Do you remember what the title was? No. Was There's this animated. No, 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 no. The one oh, about wait. the bank robbery in the oh. middle of the store. It's called like 
Six hundred million at six hundred miles per yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, somebody famous is directing that. It's, it's, it's one of the it's Fast and Furious, Furious guys. guys. Yeah. And Tony Cavill looks. T- Tony Cavill's. Tony yeah. Cavill's in it. It looks absurd. They have like, the specialized. They have the specialized like hurricane truck that like bolts into the ground like a fucking siege tank from Starcraft. <laughs> and then they're like, "We got to get out of here. It's the worst storm of the century." And they act like it's a hurricane, but then they show footage of it, and it looks like <laughs> like a tsunami or something. <laughs> It's picking up trucks and like, oh my god. What's it Me called? Me and Alec. That's like, not the actual name, but it's, the tagline is like... you see this trailer? In front of fucking the movie we're about to talk about. Oh, okay. We could not stop laughing. Like, oh it was the god. funniest like, trailer I've ever I seen. I will see the fuck out of that. They're, like, <laughs> they're like, what are we going to do? And the guy's like, we're going to rob the bank. <laughs> oh, it looks ridiculous. I... It I, looks like if, it, it's if gonna they be. Gave awards to trailers. Give that one the Oscar. Sorry, I don't mean. I just, I just thought about that. I had to mention they should, it. They should the trailies. Just look up the hurricane heist. Is that what it's called? They should yeah. call it six hundred because the tagline was six hundred million. Please attempt a massive heist against the U.S. Treasury as a Category Five hurricane approaches Ooh, one five. of its mint facilities. It looks hilarious. Like, do your everybody listening? Do yourself a favor. Watch this trailer. It is. Banana fucking hilarious, and it's like it's bonkers. It's it's written like I. It's one of those things like, where is everything sounds super serious, and everything's like really on the nose. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do with all this bank money? I think it'll last the storm. And then they cut to the villains, and it's like, let's break it out. I don't know, man. Like it's it's oh my god. Yeah, it's it's, really, it, it's like Team America style from the director of Fast and the Furious. Oh my god. Sorry, uh, go ahead. Let's go back to Potter's. So back home. to Potter's. Sorry, home. buddy. Yeah. Uh, Michael Shannon runs a little grocery store slash coffee shop. Okay. Decides to go home early from work one day to uh, surprise his wife. Yeah. Comes home, his wife and Ron Perlman are furries. <laughs> they <nailing laughs> each other upstairs in the bedroom. He wa- already. Yeah. He walks yeah. in there, and they're uh, fur- Michael Shannon is a big guy. Yeah, yeah. Dude. he's like he's, he's like a freaking like, He was like three or four inches taller than Ron Perlman. Yeah. Like, oh shit! Because oh, Ron Perlman, really? like, yeah, I thought Ron- like they're next to each other, and Michael Shannon's like. <laughs> Ron was like a tall too. Yeah, it seems like he is. Yeah, Michael Shannon wants to be like six four, six five. He's okay. a fucking monster. <clears throat> so he leaves, pissed off. That night gets blasted on moonshine. Puts on a gorilla suit to go stomp around the town to like prove that he can wear costumes and be like, <laughs> how does this get bad? Be weird too. And uh, people see him and think he's a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Sean and I wrote it. <laughs> So they think he's a Bigfoot and they like make like there's a big publicity through the town about there being a Bigfoot in town. And Thomas Lennon is like a famous monster hunter. Seems pretty. And he great. comes to the town to try to catch him. And Ian McShane's like the local tracker. Where did you watch this again? It's on Netflix. Is this good or bad? I liked it. Like Okay. Like, but you have to it's all you have to just accept it. It's all very deadpan. It's not like Perfect. slapstick, but it's like everyone's just very like, huh? Premise wise, it's Premise fantastic. Wise, yeah, it's but like, there's there's a scene where so Michael Shannon they they know they think there's a Bigfoot. He's <laughs> the one that is the Bigfoot, but he's also like running this grocery store. So there's like a town meeting in his grocery store about <laughs> capturing the Bigfoot, and Thomas Lennon's like holding a forum on what he wants to do. And then Ian McShane is in the back and he runs his nails down the chalkboard. <laughs> Y'all know me. Y'all know what I do. Oh my god. And he gives like the whole speech. And everybody's just looking at him like, huh? 
You gotta see this. It's like I liked it. It's not great, but <laughs> it it's like it's it's you're like telling of it is tremendous. It's like an hour and a half, and it's it's worth a watch. Pottersville. Pottersville. What else did you watch? Uh, I watched something with TJ. I watched Host- Hostiles. Oh, I want to see oh, that. Is, is that the title of a fucking movie? Hostiles. Hostiles. Yes. Is that out right now? Is that a thing? Yes. Well, we no. saw it. So. <laughs> no, we, we called up Scott Cooper and he sent us a Blu-ray. Oh, dude, I was really excited about that when I saw the trailer. All right, well, you go ahead. It's a. Uh, it's very good. Yeah. It is gorgeous. It is like. A love letter to like the North American, like Montana, Chicago, yeah, Chicago, Colorado. I know Like Cheyenne, like Big Sky, everything. Yeah. Out. It's like it is absolutely gorgeous. Right. Christian Bale is fantastic. It's like a John Ford kind of like big sweeping shit. Oh yeah, but it's also like so. I guess first of all, from the trail, like the trail. This is a movie that the trailers don't really do it well. Yeah, it's not really. I thought it was going to be a lot more shooty than it was. Yeah, there's a lot of just the kind of like passing time. It's and a movie traveling. about the toll of war and hatred on a soldier and his country. Yeah, and like the land, and it's like a very like I, I think Alec will agree. We said this after we saw the movie. The movie's really good. You could cut 45 minutes out. Of well, that's movie. Alex standing through. Yeah, but no, this like, like so this this movie has a perfect endpoint, and it just keeps going. You're like, man, why didn't they like? It's so good. I, I still, overall, though, even with its length problems, <laughs> well, that's a good problem to have. But I'm Where'd you guys see it? Owen Smills. Okay. Um, I think it was. Oh, the worst part about the movie was the oh, seats. Owen Smells back is to still regular ass regular chairs. seating. It's Ooh, terrible. Didn't realize that till we got there. Hard pass. Um, but I, I really liked it. It's still like a strong like people. That guy knows how to make a movie. Scott yeah, Cooper it's a, is it's a very, awesome. It is like. Like TJ said, that the it's not as shooty as the trailers made it seem. Yeah, but those shooty parts are fucking it rough. It is like, so fucking did somebody shooty West Studi. <laughs> Who's West Studi? He's the Indian guy that's in every movie that I think is also in this. He movie. actually doesn't get shot. Oh. I guess that's a spoiler in itself. But <laughs> oh. it is. Was he the bad guy in Last of the Mohicans? Uh, I haven't seen that, but he was in Thunderheart. It is so fucking violent, and like I don't want to. Give away too much of the movie. It opens hot. Yeah, it opens it hot. It opens fucking like hot it establishes shit. how fucking violent it's going to be right away. Yeah, yeah. And there is one moment that happens that I think in any other movie would have been like the central event in the yeah. movie because it's so fucking shocking. And it just happens, yeah. and everyone's just fucking still running for their lives, and that's it. And I, I said this on Facebook, but if you're familiar with like if, if you like movies like The Proposition or like Cormac McCarthy's book Blood Meridian, this is like that tone. Like yeah. it's like just how gross grim. it was in the yeah. West and like how awful it would be to like just worry about your yeah. life all the like time. People who like romanticize it like yeah. Or even like something like even though it's a different time period, obviously, like the revenant is the tonally that kind of thing. Yeah. Um but I, I thought it was great. Again, I, really I, great. I had issues with it at some of the scenes. Like know. how long is it? Is it like plus it's two? Like two fifteen, I think. It, but it feels long because but there's a lot of walking like wow. Well, yeah, there's just like these sweeping shots that take forever. Or you're seeing the same thing from like four different angles, but it's yeah. this them trudging like and how long. Again, there's like a there's like kind of a second part to the plot that happens that just felt like they were kind of doing it to stretch out the movie. Gotcha. Like, didn't you feel like when uh Ben Foster shows up, you're like, wow. Well, yeah, that really didn't, like, didn't really add see, anything. He's great. He's good. Everybody's great. Now. But like, you could have, you either could have just had him from the get go. Like, it's kind of funny because 
So they they go. So the idea, I guess, the central premise of this movie is that Christian Bale is this old, like grizzled, uh, uh, like cavalry, cavalry, officer. cavalry yeah. officer. He was actually at wounded knee and all that stuff. Because this is like. This is my favorite time period of the Old West, like where it's like almost not the Old West anymore. It's like the Red Dead Redemption yeah, time the, period, the 1890s. The, Cars were almost the, here. The, the last the, the Wild, Wild West yeah. era. Yeah. 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 And, yeah From the sure. movie. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he so he is an old grizzled Union commander, or not commander, an officer. And he works, he literally just, his job is to round up Indians and, sit and send them into this prison that he works at. It's horrible. But... Again, like the 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 tide of the country is changing, and they're like, we we need to show some kind of mercy to the the natives. So they're gonna give like a peace offering back to them and let this old chief that he captured a long time ago, who's been imprisoned, I think they said for eight years. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and he's dying, and they're gonna let yeah, him dying go back cancer. to his. Yeah, a nice cameo by uh, what's his name, Scott Lang. Is that his oh name? shit, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Yeah, yeah. I knew um, what you meant. Not not Ant Man. Not Ant Man. <laughs> Um, so he, they tell him like, you need to escort this old dying chief back to his homeland. And at first Christian Bale's like, no, their people don't deserve any mercy like at all. Like he's, he's so against it. He's about to quit the military because he doesn't want to do it. Like he has no, he's willing to take his dishonorable discharge, no pension, no nothing. And he explains that like, yeah. And he explains that like, you know, he's witnessed just horrible shit. And again, the movie opens with some really horrible shit. So I think that is to get you as a viewer like in the mindset of like where, where he's coming from. Like you still don't agree with what he's doing, but you you kind of understand. And the the course of the movie, his character arc is how you know he his feelings change and how it's more. I think he understands more of like it's hard for everybody and like the hate isn't doing anybody any good. You know what I mean? And it's not yeah. like saccharine sweet the the revel like the the crescendo it comes to, like, not at all. But I think it's earned, and it feels honest. Like, it doesn't feel like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like an old, like, educational movie, like, well, I don't care about your red skin, I like your white skin too, right. let's shake hands. Like, it's not like that. Like, it's more, like, we've both been through, like, the apocalypse, so, like, let's just keep, make some peace together before we die. Like, I don't know, I, I liked it. And it's, you know, we talk about this a lot when we watch new movies. It's something I was thinking about all week, and I think I liked it more the more I thought about it, you know what I mean? Mm. And Christian Bale's mustache is oh. just yeah. primo. It's fucking thick. Is it CG? It's a real thick. Yeah, I don't think it's CG. <laughs> it's no, it might be as thick they, as they had a mustache from Justice League onto his face. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, the mustache that defeated the Justice League. <laughs> they, they green screened it onto Christian Bale, onto Batman. In, in the next Justice League movie, they should have fucking. You remember Starro, the big like starfish, yeah. but just be a big mustache. <laughs> Stacho. Stacho. Anything else, Alec? Nope. That's a fucking. Group has a fucking tremendous yeah. mustache. Yeah. Host, hostility. So same guy who did Out of the Furnace. Yeah, it's Scott Cooper. That's awesome. And also That's Crazy Heart, crazy which is heart. fantastic. Movie. And uh, something else. Like Black Mass. Oh, Black Mass. No, wasn't that? No, that is, he, did he did do that. No, one. no, no. But it's, that's not what I'm thinking of. Something Black else. Black Mass. Still good. <laughs> I would actually. I take it back. It's fine. I've never seen it. It's. I like. I like. I've always seen two of his movies: Out of the Furnace and. Crazy art, and I like both of those. I think Alan Furness is still his best by far. That was fucking that, that was the one thing I think fun. kind of playing against my expectations of this movie because the trailer made it look more in tone to that. Mm. So I, you know, Alan Furness is like fast, and that's kind of what I was expecting. And I think 
a little bit of that. When it starts, you think it's going to be that. And I think a little bit of that time problem with that movie is because you you were kind of expecting more like a punchy film. You mm. know what I mean? But anyway. There are people that fell asleep in the theater. They We were in front of some of the most annoying people yesterday. Huh. And so wait, how were you thinking about it all week? I don't know. It feels time. <laughs> time. I've been thinking about it since yesterday. Fair. Um, they they were like talking at like full volume. Asleep? No, there was these other people. They were just. Oh, this dude was like this one dude was like out. Oh, he was snoring. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> that guy was up front. Anyway, anything else? Happened? No. Dogs. I watched one movie. What'd you watch? I watched Scotty Karate's Accident Man. I need to watch. That. No. I bought it on Amazon for twelve dollars. Is it on Netflix? No. Uh, no. Uh, you can buy it the digital, but digitally for like like twelve being was like completely worth it. That movie is sixteen. I rented it and bought it. Nice. Yeah. This movie is a uh, this movie. I think Sean probably covered it in detail last week. But this movie is a love letter. I didn't, Sean hadn't it. watched it yet. Not, not last week. Oh really? Yeah, we, okay. He talked about wanting to watch it. Well, then we both watched it. Yeah, I watched it with Sean. So Sean, we can talk about it together. Okay. But it is a love letter to action stars and stuntmen and action movies, and it's basically Scott Atkins, John Wick. It's like a real movie. That's weird. Yeah, and he's doing a lot. You got a, a lot of work. Like he's like he's. There's he's, a ton of voiceover in it. It really? kind of reminds. It's kind of like a Gog said. It's like a Guy Ritchie movie, kind of like instead of Jason that. Statham, it's Scott Atkins. But, but like good. Yeah, yeah. The guy like uh, like Scott Atkins is. He's like legit. There's scenes where I turned to Sean. Go, that was a legitimately great scene. Like he like like, and it was no kicking. It was all talking. It's based on some like uh, like a British comic. Like not a 2018, oh, but no, well, it's not French. Oh, you know the Get point. French <laughs> shit, man. So the idea is, God, Scott Atkins belongs Idiot. to like this guild of assassins. So some kind of assassins guild. Yes. <laughs> like, almost like some sort of league of shadows. Like the almost. league of assassins. But uh, they shadows. get, like, basically they get, they got a, a, a puck or whatever that hands out jobs. Was Belladonna in it? No. Did they have Belladonna? Lo- oh, you mean Belladonna, damn it's wife, not Belladonna, yeah. filthy porn star. Did they have Belladonna, <laughs> the assassins guild leader. No. Did they have a loom? Gambit was the thief. They had a loom. A yeah, no, they jobs. just had the PC game loom and they spent like half an hour playing it. Um, but <laughs> the idea is they can only watch Doom on repeat. <laughs> Doom on the Loom. This weird. Oh shit! Loom and Doom. <laughs> the, uh, the idea is that you've got this group of assassins. They all got their specialty. You've got uh, you've got Scotty Karate, who is the accident man. His job is he makes your death look like an accident. He does these very elaborate whatever. There's a poisoner. This guy's just a straight psychopath. They got a honeypot lady, and they've got. Um, this guy who just makes tools and gadgets, who's not really an assassin, but he hangs out with them. And he's adorable. That sounds fun. And then they've got Mick and Mac, which is Ray Park and Michael Jai White, and they're a double team. Does Ray Park say anything? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's really great. good. Yeah. He's very funny. They're, they're an SAS and an ex-US Special Forces guy that team up to murder folk. Uh, and so you find out that Scotty Karate's girlfriend had left him for Ashley Green from Twilight. Ooh. Yeah, I don't blame her. And, uh... You don't blame her? Her for leaving Scotty Crying for Ashley Green. Oh, I thought he left her for Ashley No, Green. no, she... Yeah, she's, um, she's but, something else. But then she gets got. Oh. And he finds out... Is there that, any Todd? Huh? Is there any Todd? No. No. Oh. You get to see some Scott Atkins. Oh, yeah. Even better. Well, but, uh, you find out that basically good. Scott Atkins... Someone, someone put a hit out on his ex-girlfriend 
one of his fellow assassins had yeah. done, and then it becomes a whole round and round we go. Everyone like Ray Stevenson's in charge of this whole group. Ray Stevenson is so fucking good. In this He's movie. phenomenal. He's pretty good in most things. <laughs> this might be his best performance. Wow. And then it basically turns into kind of like I guess uh, what's that movie that's not in the Lucky Number Eleven, Smoke and Aces, where it's like all the assassins are basically after you know it, it's all it's fun and it the fucking cool. the scenes between the scenes between Ray Park, Michael Jai White, and Scott Atkins are you can tell that someone who likes. Action movies made this movie. Like you can see it's everything. The guy that made it do anything else? It's um, yeah. He did a Savage Dog. Oh, that was but the sad. stunt choreographer directed all the second unit stuff, so it's actually shot where you can see it. Oh, cool. And uh, the chick from Lady Blood fights in it, and she has a really great fight with Scott Adkins, but she's like the worst actress on earth. Right, she's a stunt woman. Right. I need to watch. This. But her fight scene is true, and it's like they pull no punches. It's like he's just fighting another dude because they're beating the fuck out of each other. It sounds really good. Yeah, it's uh, the movie's. You bought this digitally? Yeah, I bought the Blu-ray. You can borrow it. The movie is solid, and Scott Atkins, like, it's, like Sean said, Scott Atkins. Is, I wouldn't be surprised if it shows up on. Netflix. He co-wrote it too. Seems like a, oh, Scott yeah. Atkins co-wrote. And he gets to use his regular voice, yeah, which is unusual. Like I don't think I've ever heard him in a movie yeah. use his actual. But I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, how does she, how does she, like Jean Claude Van Damme? I like Jean Claude Van Damme, but how did he have that monstrous career? He can barely mumble his way through a fucking sentence. They don't make those movies different anymore. Time, different time, different time. Yeah. time. But this movie is well worth a watch. I highly recommend it. It's my yeah. second favorite Scott Atkins movie. Yeah, I need to see it. It sounds great. There's all sorts of kickies. Is your favorite Rekill? Uh, no, uh, Universal Soldier Day Reckoning. Yeah, that's really good. But uh, so to, I guess to frame it. It's like a much better version of Eliminators, which is a movie we all still really like. I like Eliminators yeah. a lot. It sounds like there's more of an ancillary cast than an Eliminators. I mean, there wasn't. Oh yeah, it's yeah. huge. Like it's so. it's. They're everybody's awesome. Yeah, like. I mean, it's shot. I mean, it's shot. It feels like a like a knockoff Guy Ritchie film. Like if you you could probably show it to someone say it's a Guy Ritchie film, they would probably believe it. Yeah, like if Guy Ritchie didn't Guy suck Ritchie. after Lux or after um Rock and Rollo. Rock and Rollo. Like, yeah. Why Scott Atkins is not in any Guy Ritchie movies? Is, yeah, it's kind of totally honors. beyond me. Yeah, it's part, yeah. Oh, fucking honors, yeah, it's, man. It's, it wouldn't be, it's funny that uh, Guy Ritchie never made his, like, Kill Bill. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that could have been good. I, you know, there's boxing and Snatch. I guess that's similar. Yeah. Well, no, and, and you know what he kind of did with Sherlock Holmes because he did all that, like, weird slow karate. Slow. Like, not, like, slow karate. Like, slow remember version. he did, like, slow that, down like, for, speed of time knew, karate. Yeah, yeah, he knew all their... He was, like, Karnak. He, like, knew all their... I did like that when he fought Moriarty and Moriarty was actually a match for him. Right? Oh, like, that was stupid. <laughs> like, Robert, Rob, Robert Downey Jr. is at least in some kind of shape. The guy who played Moriarty was a fucking dump. Well, I think that's the point, right? If Karate's the great equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. You got it. there. You got Everybody. Anything else, guys? I was wrong. No, that's all I watched. I'm a fucking uh, idiot. The only other thing I watched besides uh, Accident Man was <laughs> the Cloverfield Paradox. Front row. Yeah. Two thumbs um, up. No, both thumbs in the up. middle, kind of like going into the fist. Oh, well, the other day you said you didn't like it, so even. I mean, <laughs> they said it was entertaining, but it was stupid. But they didn't like embrace how stupid it was. But really, I'm more interested in all the weird kind of shit that's been around the movie, like how. What do you mean? Everybody's like, oh, Netflix is ruining movies now and it's ruining the cinema experience. It's like, oh, first of all, if it wasn't for Netflix, we wouldn't get these weird kind of mid-budget fucking, like, I don't feel yeah. home in this world anymore. Also, 
I don't want to go. Like it's different. We got Movie Pass now. Yeah. But like before, I don't. If I had paid right, if I paid seventeen bucks to see this movie, I'm fucking pissed. I was seeing it for free. You're like, ah, that's right. Funny. It's honestly, I mean, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have seen Hostilities. I probably wouldn't have seen Darkest Hour. Would you have seen it. Hostiles? I did see Hostiles. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we just watched yesterday. Oh, what you I said hostilities. You're getting hostiles and hostile. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hosti- I don't know what hostilities is, but I'll watch it. I'll watch that too. But I probably wouldn't have seen those. Like movies I saw an article where it's like, oh, you know, you, everybody's falling for this soulless, pointless corporate bullshit. I'm like, as opposed to the Hollywood movies that are not soulless corporate, corporate bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. What in Netflix? Yeah. They're movies. What? Right. Like Netflix is it's movies. the same movies. What it's is, just what, they're on Netflix instead of. And it's not like Netflix is going to ruin art house cinema because it's Sorry, still. If anything, it's going to benefit it. art house yeah, cinema because yeah. people who could who would never have gotten a budget before Netflix is like, yeah, here's two million dollars yeah, and make a movie. Like Sean just said, like Jeremy Sonia is still out there making movies. Like yeah. Duncan Jones is making a movie that's coming out or is already made and it's coming out next yeah. month. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, I didn't like Bright, but it's cool that like there's another. More options are always better. Yeah, I, I, it's like a big ass budget YouTube. It's a, it's always something nowadays. With right. like everybody's got this narrative. Oh, we're killing this. We're killing that. It feels like I mean, you know what? If theaters like fucking die, I'm good. People aren't going to the movies because a lot of the movies in the theaters aren't good. Right. Exactly. There's so much crap out there. Yeah. That you can't. Here's like... a here's a neat idea. Maybe theaters get to the point where they're kind of a cool niche thing, and they only put out good movies. Yeah. Maybe it'll become like vinyl and have like a resurgence. Yeah. Or maybe the movies will or get fucking stores. cheaper. Exactly. Yeah, that never happen. No, I mean like the the ticket prices just to get well, people in. I always think it's funny too where people talk about like box office gross in America and if it goes down it's like the apocalypse. It's like you know most places in the world like box office like Japan has a big film industry. Yeah. I mean not as big as ours obviously. Nothing right. as big as ours, but well, we're bigger than Japan. Like they have, they their their box office numbers are nothing. That's yeah. why like a lot of the Takashi Miike movies are like straight to video. It's right. not like a stigma over there because they they don't you know what I mean. They, Most of the American movies make all their box office in China. Yeah, that's the biggest market. Yeah, I think mean, it's bigger. Than I them. think Transformers. Which one was it? Age of Extinction. Well, they set half of the movie in China. Yeah, to well, make that, a billion dollars. That's over also there. why in like Iron Man well, three, there's like that Chinese doctor. Like they all yeah. it, or, in or that, Transformers or in Skull Island, there's that like Chinese woman yeah. that like is in the movie for some reason. She doesn't do anything. I wonder if there's cutscenes with her. I'm, I'm yeah, almost guaranteed. Was it that Triple X Return of Xander? Whoever with Donnie Yen didn't it make like a billion trillion well, that, dollars at least in, in that movie they gave him like a character he actually yeah. did something yeah. I'm talking about these other characters but he, like, he's right that's the reason it made so much oh, money in China absolutely yeah. but like if you look at like the Iron Man thing and like Alex said the, the Scott, they're literally in it for nothing and right they're probably well I know in Iron Man 3's case there's an international cut yeah where that doctor I don't, I don't, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. But I know that just by reading that doctor, the, the Asian doctor is like a bigger part of the story. So, Donnie Hanlon, he's, he's going to be in some movie with like some sort of super cast of like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tiger yeah. Chen. That looks good. That was the movie I was telling you about the yeah. other day, Triple Threat. Oh, yeah. It's, it's him so and Jet, Jet Li and Tiger Chen. Tiger Chen. And, and you, you will, I can't pronounce the guy's name from the raid. Yeah, the way the but no, goes. like Amazon putting out good stuff. Like again, maybe it'll make other movies better. Well, even and even stuff like the stuff that becomes streamable be- because I, you know, like I'm sure like things that get their distri- distribution rights to Netflix now have more money. Like the A24s of the world. Yeah. Like movies like Raw and like a lot of those other smaller movies, they get they get money up front from these distribution companies like Amazon and Netflix yeah. to get their movies. So that I still haven't seen Raw. I haven't either, but I'm just using yeah. it. It was just the one that just yeah, came yeah. off the top of my head that I know Netflix has. So, I mean, 
whatever. Like things change. That's the yeah. problem. Like the the the. the it's, you're right though. It's just like you got a bitch about everything. You know what? Twitter's we, the worst. And you know what the thing is? Like stop. And I think we have a, a pretty good grasp of it because we you know we watch so many fucking movies. Mm. But like we're we're in like the last like I would say three years like. Just good movie after good movie. I feel like we're spoiled. I'm by so fucking stoked that I don't have to go to fucking Suncoast to pay forty four dollars for some imported right. movie every time I want to see something. Exactly. Anyway, uh, I didn't you, you didn't. That was it. I just I watched Accident Man and I watched this. I did watch the first episode of Altered Carbon. Speaking just how good Netflix is doing right now. I need to watch that fucking first episode. Is tremendous. I read some of the book. Oh yeah, how was it? I liked it. Cool. I liked it a lot. It's it's very it uh, sucks. Pass. It's it's, it's very. <laughs> the audience can't see my emphatic thumbs down. Yeah, I think they I, heard the. It's, it's very easily <laughs> digestible reading. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Sean was right. It's, it's hard boiled. It's to the point. Like it's there's no. You don't have to fucking think about it. Like it's great for me. Like it's like oh they're saying exactly what they're doing. Perfect. Not yeah. every sci-fi thing has to be this deep entertaining. Anybody, anybody ever read any of the Parker books? Yeah. That's what they feel like. Cool. If it's like Parker, but yeah. sci-fi. Like Parker, the, the Mel Gibson, like, uh... Yeah. Payback. Payback, yeah. yeah. Or, uh... Jesus Christ. Uh, point blank. blank. Or, um... Get the Gringo. Or Parker, starring yeah. Jason Statham. I have seen that. Oh. I haven't seen oh, that. Parker Pass. Can't do a stand. Books are great. Yeah. Uh, point Blank's great. Yeah, Point Which Blank is one of my favorites. We saw that on a film print, and it was like the Super shittiest... Cool. It was like a print they got from, like, underwater. Yeah. It's still cool to see, yeah. but yeah, that print was like, shit. Mm. Uh, Netflix didn't ruin that. We still got to see that, so... Yes. Uh, anyway, I only watched one other movie. Uh, I right. watched um, Down by Law, which is a Jim Jarmusch joint. Um, I really liked it. It's uh, It stars... Like, the only person of note would be Tom Waits. He's like... So, I I watched this documentary about Tom Waits, and they, they were talking about, like, you know, his entire career, and they're talking about his, like, first big acting role, because he was in a, a movie I've never seen called Rumblefish. It's a yeah, Francis Matt Ford Coppola Dylan. movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that, yeah. but I guess he, he plays, like, a minor character, but, like, he made a, a big impact right. on people. And he's fucking weird. <laughs> him and Jarmusch is, like, perfect. Yeah. Like... Also fucking weird. So, I don't know if... I, they use songs from his album Rain Dogs in the movie. Okay. But like this movie feels like it was written after he Jim Jarmusch. That's not how you say his name. Jarmusch. 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 It feels like he. I like what you say it better. It's more fun. He listened to Rain Dogs and wrote this movie. Like it's like a concept movie. It feels like the story because all Tom Waits stuff is like every one of his songs is like a story. Like yeah. that's, yeah. Like, that's what he does. And this movie feels like yeah, one of it feels like one of his albums. And I loved it. Like it's black and white. It starts out and it's it's kind of funny. Like there's there's comedic parts to it, <coughs> and then it's just kind of strange. Like it, it turns out like at first it's like this kind of small time criminals kind of thing, and then yeah. it's like a weird prison movie in the middle. And how like well, Jarvish has that kind of ability that a lot of people don't have to float between weird tones. Like Ghost Dog does it all over the place. Well, this this one does too. And it but the thing that, that keeps you in, invested in it. Well, one, it's short. It's only like an hour and fifteen minutes long. Uh, two, it's shot like really, really well. Um, it's all in like really stark black and white. I mean, he knows how to shoot a black and white movie. If you've ever yeah. seen Dead Man, I yeah, mean, that yeah, movie yeah. looks incredible. Theory of a uh, Dead Man? No, oh, God, no. <laughs> I only listen to Rev Theory. Thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> you know what's sad? Both of those bands did theme songs for WWE. Rev mm. Theory and Theory of a Dead Man. Um, but no, it, Tom Waits is incredible in it. Like he might be the best. Uh, like singer that turned into an actor or has done acting work. 
Like, I was thinking about, like, Bowie's pretty good. Yeah. Like, Bjork, I know y'all hate um, Have you not seen Dwight Yoakam? Oh, he's really yeah, Dwight Yoakam's awesome. But, yeah, dumb but Dwight Yoakam... Hey, that's nerds. Dwight Yoakam... <laughs> Wait, what, why did I get dragged into it? I agree with you. To me, Dwight Yoakam... <laughs> while I love Dwight Yoakam, he's never been, like, a... Like, he's a... Tom Waits is a co-lead in this movie. Like, yeah. This movie kind of rests on his Guess you never heard of Marshall Mathers in 8 Mile? Oh. Nerd! Mm. Eminem's so bad he can't even play himself in a movie. <laughs> Mom spaghetti. Uh, but no, I really like Down by Law a lot. It's like a real simple, quick movie, and like, I, so it's about this pimp and Tom Waits, who's this DJ, who again he's just DJ like Tom Waits. He's just like a he's just this fucking like Wait, Tom Waits. He's like a, a also one of my favorite like sort of imaginary professions, the small town radio DJ. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, well, that kind of well, DJ. he's not. They live in uh, New Orleans. Okay. So it's not small, but he he fucking he's just a, like a loser. Like basically, they he he won't. His girlfriend's yelling him at the beginning of the movie because she's like, "If you just learned how to suck some dick, you'd be fine." And because he doesn't want to like go like be the corporate yeah. DJ, he wants to, to have his art and all this shit. And then like he just ends up like like getting set up and fucking takes a car that has a dead body in it, and then he goes to jail for like ever. And then this other guy is a pimp, and it's just like again he's just set up, and then they end up in jail, and you're like, okay, these are your two characters. Then out of nowhere, there's just this weird guy that's like Italian that doesn't know how to speak English, and he has this little like notebook that has Italian phrases in it, and it's. it's What'd a, you watch it on? I uh, I downloaded it. Oh. Um, but it's it's really good. It's a very strange little movie, and the ending is very strange. But I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, and I thought Tom Waits was really good in it. And it's it's like a quiet movie that doesn't have much action, so it's all based upon their performances and like their little, you know, their the 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 interactions between the three characters. But it's really good, kind of like a weird, toned down brother where art thou at certain points. Okay. I felt like, but down by law, really good. Go watch it. That's it. Movie, movie. What we watch? Dogs? We watched uh, the series seven, The Contenders. This is a movie that is. is only available on fucking DVD. No and on eBay. Yeah. No good luck. No fucking HD like release at all anywhere in the world. Like I know. I might own one of six copies of this film. This is like a good genuine lost movie. Like it's kind of nuts. Losing a movie. I I don't know because I remember. I'm surprised because I remember when Battle Royal first came out, or maybe not first came out, but when it started getting a lot of attention over here. Yeah. And I heard that this movie brought up a lot in conjunction with Battle Royal. So I thought just that kind of... When did Battle Royal come out? In 2003, maybe. So we copied this movie. Rip off. Uh, well, it's an entirely different format. It's not like a television show. Fine. But anyway, what did we watch again? It's uh, the Series 7, The Contenders, and it's a movie that's shot... Uh, shot like a TV show. Gonzo. It's, yeah, it's shot Gonzo. Gonzo Berserk style. Uh, this movie's budget was probably south of $50,000. Oh, I bet it's a little bit more than that. You think? Yeah, I mean, Franza cost $200,000. Like, I'm sure it's somewhere in that range. All right, well, anyway. um, I like, I held this movie in high esteem, so I didn't do a synopsis. Yeah. Because I think it's uh, the I, movie. I remember, I so my DVD copy of it, I bought at a Blockbuster from one of their like one of their like used movie sales and it's got a twelve ninety nine sticker on it. I'm certain I did not pay twelve dollars and ninety nine cents well, for it. Well you remember what they used to do, right? It was like buy two buy get three, one free. Yeah, 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 it was awesome. So I probably averaged that bitch down to under eighteen. <laughs> but uh <laughs> like thank you. I wanna see your fucking ten forty long form. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> But the movie so the 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 premise of the film 
is uh, in sort of what is a parallel dystopian whatever America. People, almost like Hunger Games, I guess, are chosen at random to compete on this reality TV show where there's six of you and the last one stand. you have to kill each other. Last one standing, I guess, moves on to yeah. the next round. You have to win, what, five series? Yeah, yeah that's get... what they say early on. And what, when, what happens is they literally just, they go to your house, they go, we're from the contenders, they hand you a gun, and, like, go, you're, just go off. You're, you're, you're monitored 24-7 from now on. And, and, and supposedly you're drawn by lottery, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of points in this movie where it looks like there's a lot of interference. Yeah. So yeah. It could, it's probably just a means of getting rid of undesirables. There's a. Yeah. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, you. There's a lot going on in the background of this movie that they don't feel the need to kind of touch on, which I think is cool because we're actually having sort of a discussion about it after the movie, which and, we don't usually have. And I'll through. be honest, like I've seen this movie a bunch, and it's stuff I've really never even yeah. thought about. So, well, like one of the things, and I, I, I always wrote this off as like piss poor editing. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, where they're talking with it, so they do like a, they literally do like a lottery ping pong ball style. Pop up, pop, and they give you your whatever social security number, and now you're picked. Yeah. Um, like when they're doing the explanation for that, they're showing the woman, you know, picking yeah. them. It's like this is drawn in front of the official commission. You know, right. someone with a representative. And like I said, it could be sloppy editing, but like the ball colors. Yeah. Between the scene where they're explaining it to where they pull back and say the number, all change. I didn't even notice that, but I'm sure that. that's 100 percent on purpose. Sure, yeah. Wow. Like, well, Alec also caught it, Ow. but it's like. You know, it's however many people are in this town, and it's not enough numbers to theoretically have the mix up. Right. So. Right, but so they they pick a town to host it in every. Yeah, every series. Season, yeah, every, every series. series yeah. So this was set in either New Hampshire or somewhere New England. New Hampshire. Uh, I, I don't Connecticut. Yeah. Connecticut. Yeah. And uh, and so what oh, happens? Shit, they should have picked Vince McMahon. He should have been on there. <laughs> Just swaggering around. But so it's it's six people. It's a the woman who won the past season. This is her hometown. Who is the actress that played the woman in the pit from, from Silence yeah, of the Senator's Daughter? Yeah. And she's pregnant. So you get her, and so everyone's got their cameraman following around. The cameraman has like bulletproof vests on, which is kind of and they interact with cameraman. So it's it's really well, good. We should also mention that they made this movie in nineteen ninety nine. I think that's yeah. important to note. Yeah. Um, and then you've got. Uh, this guy who's dying of cancer, who was her ex-boyfriend, he's in it. An 18-year-old girl, a crazy old man, uh, a, uh, a, well, a stereotypical Italian dad guy. The crazy old man is like a conspiracy theorist kind of guy because his literal his, his house, house is covered in foil, tin foil, yeah, like yeah. it's like the whole thing. Yeah. There's six of them, right? There's there's the, the there's nurse. the artist. So there's the two old people. There's the nurse. Yeah, the nurse and the old man. The artist. There's the 18-year-old girl yeah. and the Italian stereotype. There's the content. There's the woman who won Dawn and her ex-boyfriend. The artist who is probably, I think, we're led to believe is like a big drain on society with all the money he's spending on the chemo. The nurse who apparently has been euthanizing people yeah, left she's and one right. Of those, like, yeah. uh, what's that real life like? Sisters of Mercy or yeah. something? Yeah. The, no, there was. I, I, that's not the. That's movie. the band. There's a but there was like a real yeah. life killer that was like killing people in their sleep. Yeah. Also, movie. Annie Wilkes did it. Um, yeah. I mean, the the woman who won is also kind of like painted it. as like kind of like a whore and yeah. like a, like basically an undesirable. The only person, the that old really... man, is a conspiracy theorist, but also might know something else that's going on. Yeah, you know, it's, I I get I gotta tip my hat to you guys because you're right. Like I I never put this stuff together, but it's all there. It's yeah. like right there. The one the, the Italian stereotype father is unemployed piece of shit. Like, that's right, true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the only one that doesn't line up is the girl, unless. 
the young girl, she's either just A, to be made an example of, or con- B, like, she's supposed to win. It's like a control. Yeah. Like, they gotta put yeah. in one person that's, that's like, like nothing. And she's a, she's privileged, and, and the she's other got all the advantages. The other thing about it is, with her, is remember, she's the one that's, like, super enthusiastic yeah. about being picked. Yeah, she's District 1. So she's almost like... I don't understand that reference. You know what I'm saying. This guy gets I think the Hunger Games. Games reference. She's the one... She So she would be a, a good example to pick other young people, because they want to aspire to be her. Yeah. Right. In a weird way. But, like, this... It, this isn't. I don't think this is us doing work for this script either. I no. think this is actually this is the all there. Yeah. What do you think? But Alan? you can kind of gloss over it really quick too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find out how much it costs. Oh, I'm gonna try it for like yeah. five minutes to we'll, find out how much it costs to make. We'll say it costs like somewhere probably sub a million dollars. Yeah. Well, well below. I, I don't be. know. I, Movies are expensive. Apparently, they shot this on film. So they changed it to video. I, well, well, no, I think they shot it with. They did the color uh, correction for like a TV show. Oh, yeah. But it's got all the bumpers. Like it's like watching. Like it's it, it, lit it, like TV. When we when we say it looks like a TV, I mean it is shot is exactly like a television. There's even like I mean there's no commercials, but there are breaks. Well, there's ins and outs yeah. to say you're watching the series seven, the contenders series seven. Mar- it says marathon. marathon, and the way so you can feel like you're even watching the DVD the whole says the marathon edition on yeah. it. So, um, so the idea is that well, you're the watching like the last four episodes of the show. The editing's so brilliant in it. The, I'm gonna have a lot of good things to say about this movie, but the editing's so good in it you're that like have a lot of good things? I am. Oh, it's good. That you know they go to shoot somebody and then it cuts to like this other scene, just like all those shitty reality TV yep. shows where it's like you gotta wait through the third commercial to get to the actual action part. Should we go through the actual plot or does it matter? But, I mean the plot. I mean the plot's straightforward. The plot is you give these six people guns and tell them to kill each other. And then you're following them around through their interpersonal relationships as they struggle with this idea and hunt each other down. Some people embrace it. Some people cowered out. There's interest. I mean, I don't want to give away. I, That's fine. I don't know how people will see this movie, honestly. But I would like them to see That's this movie. Fine. I'd like there yeah, to be some have mystery pro- left. I, have, I don't have a problem. It's available for sale on Amazon. Is it? Yeah, how much? On DVD. It's like twenty bucks. Thirty bucks. I mean, we could just use it on the computer for ripping and burning or whatever. <laughs> Money well spent. Um, I can't. So I, I think like. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, like, like Sean, I have so many good things to say about the show, but I think this movie, it's, I think what's kind of incredible for me is that it's a giant parody of reality TV before reality TV became what it was. Yeah, because it's like reality TV wasn't super huge. It's made like a, you know, swamp monsters or something, right. but it predates like almost everything probably, but like the real world. I think, I think maybe, sur- what are you doing? Someone that someone on the Amazon ads literally has the DVD I have with the sticker. It says previewed five ninety nine on it, but then on Amazon, they took a picture with the sticker. It says eleven dollars. They're selling it for more than it's. But no, I appreciate. I think like maybe the first season of Survivor had come out, and okay. it, like, there were reality TV shows, but like it, it, like I'm talking about, it didn't get to be. So reality television didn't like take the the what didn't become the monster it became yeah. until well after this movie, but it's like. Perfect. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I mean, it feels like I used to watch a lot of Deadliest Catch, and it's like all the bumpers for this sound just like last week. Right. And, but what will happen now? Like, will, it's just like Will Arnett as the announcer is killing it. Yeah. Also, well, yeah. Also, as a small will, cameo in person. Yeah. yeah. She's be the announcer for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Will Ar- a very young, underexposed Will Arnett. It looks exactly the same though. That guy hasn't aged. Was he doing? Was he an upright? Was he? Uh, I don't know. Is that how right, Amy Poehler? His wife, well, that was former right, wife, was right before uh, Arrested Development came out. 
But I mean, this movie's. I mean, it's. It, I'd like to Joan on it, but damn, it's fucking. No, great. I, I honestly don't have any problem with it, and it, I like, think this movie's like kind of brilliant. Yeah, I would say. I so. think you said it was prescient. Like it's yeah, like it's money yeah. jump, money pumps. But uh, it's also great too because like the there's a scene. Uh, no, it's where they keep up police headquarters. I only know yeah, that word. Prescient. I only know prescient because of the book Dune. They use that that word a lot. Um, okay. If you take the spice, you can see. It There's picture. a part where the the uh, just the idea of having a helicopter parent on a reality TV show where people kill each other is fucking hysterical. I've never heard that term before. Really? Oh, yeah. just they hover over top around. of them. Yeah. Always around. Yeah, and I like that. I like that scene where. They're like encouraging her to, to shoot the old man, the eighteen yeah. year old. It's like you ever watched that old that show Dance Moms, like where they're just yeah. like, or what's that show with the uh, Friday Night Tykes? What's the what's the what one the with fuck the, is that? Oh, it's, we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> what's the one with the with the the fat chick that Honey drinks Boo-Boo. the goat? Yeah. yeah, what was her? She was like in like um like Boo-Boo. beauty beauty shows and shit. Toddlers and tiaras. That's why I know this. Jesus yeah, Christ. like that sort of same like. Weird, like kind of almost living vicariously through them, like <laughs> older than my daughter. That's <laughs> <laughs> no good, diddling kids. Yeah. There is no faster way for people to think that you're diddling kids and make a song about it. Get <laughs> fuck the box. No, but I think there's a part where she genuinely stumbles over the line, and I think they keep it. It's great. Who is that? The, the, the beginning the opens up. She's she like, shows her guns off. Semi, semi-automatic. Semi, semi-automatic. Yeah. Like she's like it makes it seem more real. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love the scene where the parents are with her and she gets shot. Like she's hurt. Yeah, like, they're driving across a golf course chasing this old man. old man. And I, I assume he got she got shot or grazed she or something. Dead. But she's bleeding and she's like, you know, the mother seems to be genuinely concerned and the father's just like, did you kill him? Did you drop your gun? And she like freaks out and just starts stabbing. Well, it's great the f- because the scene before there's a confessional with her where she's like, if anything happens to me, I yeah. just want my mom and dad to know that I love them. Right. see her turn like when she actually gets faced with death. She's like this she's like this little pure virgin, like... Right, yeah. And then all of a sudden she gets winged and now she's banging... Well, I, there's a whole undercurrent about, like, being... Like, killing people or being involved in this kind of revives you. Yeah, you well, know? quite literally yeah. at the end of the movie, yeah. But it's... it's. I think that the woman... Uh, I think her name is Brooke... Oh, shoot. Brooke Smith? The lead? She's the lead. She's the one that was in um, Silence of the Lambs. And she, Don't I think you her, make me hurt your I think her... Her performance is so like human and yeah. real. Well, it's tough because they're having to act like they're not acting at all. Like their TV, everybody is like super believable, right? As just like a regular ass person being filmed, which is which I can't imagine is easy. No. It can't be because I heard a review of uh, Clint Eastwood's new film about that train, and that they played an audio awful. clip of the real. Clint Eastwood's using the real guys who did the heroics on the That's train. That's what he was telling me when I saw the trailer. I was like, oh my god. And I heard just an audio clip of them having a conversation. I was like, it is the word. It sounds like god, these men are brave. God bless yeah. them for doing what they did. But they don't deserve. They they do deserve to be on screen. They're terrible at it. I'm sorry. They're terrible yeah. at it. It, it, <laughs> it sounds like horseshit. If, if your movie so needs. Guys, you talk about flag, fucking right? ultimate stunt cast. Yeah, exactly. right. If your movie needs that as a gimmick, right. you can't have. That, the movie can't be that fucking good. What no. did Clint Eastwood fall off that cliff? He's well, here's the thing. Been like, there for was a it while. after Grand Torino? I don't know. I, I like that movie. I would say it started with Grand Torino. But I that's like full it. of non-actors that just yeah. fucking drag that movie yeah, to burning hell. Yeah, but they're talking some kind of 
gobbledygook language I don't understand, so who knows? I'm my American Sniper. That movie's Ooh, Didn't see it. Hard disagree. That movie is awful. <laughs> but this movie is hard disagree. Oh, oh my god. But the, 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 these, like, so these people having this, I guess, is having a genuine conversation on film that hard? Because this is like them, I'm still referring to this Clint Eastwood movie. It was like, here's the, here's the three friends discussing their train trip. It's like, I guess we're going to go to Paris tomorrow. I was like, you motherfuckers actually had this conversation. <laughs> right. Just have it again. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Like humans. Run it back. Run it back. It's one more time. I mean, they're nervous. You like, can't have you got, it again. Yeah, you, you probably the magic have, is gone. And you probably have to do that conversation like 70 times. Apparently Clint Eastwood don't like ass. to do that. Clint Eastwood's like, like, like well, well, he's going to be dead soon. He ain't got time to do multiple takes. Yeah. Good, we'll fix it in post. Dude, they should it's do like can. Unforgiven 2 now when he's like 98 years old. I wish someone would forgive me. I guess I got to come back from the dead and put my guns back on. But the end of that day. Come back from the dead. Did he die? I love the voiceover. I guess I got to come back from the dead. Just his muffled sound. I forgot I watched one more movie that what? just made me think of it. Walk Hard. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is great. Walk, I thought yeah, I'd say something about that. Walk Hard to but, death. But one of the funniest parts about that movie is every joke, like not every joke, but a lot of times they like button the joke by explaining the joke yeah. while telling it. <laughs> like one of my favorite scenes of that is when all the cameos show up with the Beatles yeah. and their their impressions of the Beatles are so awful. Yeah. But it's like, I am John Lennon of the Beatles. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> Well, anyway, so I wrote a song about an octopus. <laughs> yeah, this and that, the whole time, it's like, well, we gotta drop acid with the Beatles. Like, every... <laughs> sorry, I'm just <laughs> always button your jokes. But, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, series seven. If you can find a means to watch it, highly recommend. Uh, apparently, this is in the new cult canon or whatever the thing that A.O. Scott does. I don't. know, What is that? It's like the AV Club where they they uh. pick movies. But like this is I never except for from you I never heard of this movie. Yeah, me, me and Gogs like we championed this movie a long time Did ago. Did you just buy it because of the cover? Like yeah. one of those kind of things. No, yeah. I told you to buy it. Yeah, because of the cover. Yeah, I rented it. Me and listener of the show Anthony rented this movie. Like Anthony when it came out, like and we were fascinated by it. And it's one of these. It's it feels kind of like I mean it's not the same tier of movie, but like. It's how I feel about the proposition. Yeah. It's a movie that like no one's seen, and I'm like, how have you not seen this movie? It's so good. Like, yeah, I've talked about this movie a good bit with people. This movie's no one's ever heard of it, but that's probably because well, you, you can can't see why. Find you can't it. like. It's funny that the guy ended up doing nothing but directing TV afterwards because it's like it's got. We've seen movies that try and have TV in them, and they they start, they're still lit like movies, so it doesn't really work. But this is like the TV. They nail the aesthetic of yes. this. Well, there's that one scene where she's going into this, the one the, the lead character. Is going into she's doing a night incursion into one of the other contestants' house. Yeah. And the camera is on her with the camera light on her. Yeah. And she's like, "Get the light off me!" He's like, "Well, there's not enough light. To, just turn it off." He turns it off. And he's like, "Well, now no, I, I can't, can't fucking see." see. Yeah. And then click light goes back on. Like, it's, I, yeah. it's a very it's a really real world that they build. Like it's really fucking. It's also there's also two endings that both work for me. Yeah, there's an alternate ending that's on the DVD. Which is funny because like you were talking about one of the two of you was both like, yeah, both of us preferred up until this viewing preferred the alternate ending. Yeah, and I because you're a bunch of young savages. That's that's, that's really all, all, exactly what it is. Yeah. It's 100 percent. Because what it is. watching this ending, I was like, 
No, this, this ending was great. The, the ending they stuck with is tonally more in place yeah. with it than the other endings. Yeah. But totally more in place too. It's Tony, Tony, tonally. I would say too. Tony, that Tony, Tony. I, I, uh, I, I think, I think Gogs is a fan of this movie, but like, have you guys seen the Bobcat Goldfoot movie? Uh, what is it called? Thank You, America? Yeah, yeah uh, God Bless America. I fucking hate that movie. Yeah. But I feel like that movie is trying to give the same message that this movie did. Yeah. I never saw that movie. Oh, I hate it. Fucking baffling that they pitched, somebody pitched this to USA in 2000, or 1999 as a TV pilot. Yeah. And they were like, no, but... Yeah, the USA had a lot of weird stuff back then. Like, this violent, all though? Night. I think so. Uh, their, yeah. late nights, their late night offerings got a little risque. Yeah. Ronnie Shearer's got some big ass titties. <laughs> Anything else we want to talk about for Five Michael Shovels? No. Alan, what do you have to say? It's a good movie. For yourself. There we go. What do you have to good. say? Good. <laughs> it was funny when the, what the male lead, somebody's like, what is that accent? And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, we're going to go pack the cat. Yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't really have I feel like yeah, he didn't have it. Because he's talking so quietly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When he gets his blood up. Um, alright, five knuckle shuffle time. Ow. You didn't do it, right? Eight. Oh, I'm sorry. What? What was it? Ow! <laughs> Eight? Eight. Eight? So great. Forty knuckles. Moving <laughs> <laughs> in unison. Yeah, this movie's great. This movie's fantastic. I loved it. Right from the get-go when, uh, Dawn... Bust into a convenience store, <laughs> blows a guy away, and asks where the bean dip is. <laughs> Y'all got to be bean dip. You know what? That would be a good point. This movie just goes. Yeah. yeah. Like, right from the beginning, it opens with a murder, an insane premise, and a joke. You know how, like, we always talk about, I mean, it's, it's a running theme of the show, how, like, there could be stuff Big cut dicks. out. Yeah, well, yeah, and men in general. <laughs> but there, this movie is, like, there, there's nothing that needs to be cut out of this movie at all. Like, this movie... I wouldn't yeah. trim any of it. I don't even know how long the movie was because I was so like yeah, enraptured by it. Half. It was like an hour. Yeah, twenty-five. Uh, hour twenty-seven. Mm. So eight from Alan. Eight. So it's just as long as Apollo eighteen. Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> didn't, feel, didn't feel that I feel long. Like Apollo eighteen still did. <laughs> how did they get that footage? <laughs> Those rocks are still on the movie. Yeah, that's the only thing. This movie makes it perfectly. Like you get everything like, makes sense. Everything yeah. makes sense. You don't have any questions. Nope. I'd say this is the sister project to Apollo eighteen, <laughs> the sassy sister film. Like the only question you have is how do we end up in this world? But that's fine. You're, I love you that they don't even bother. Yeah, no, yeah. Just kind yeah, of enjoy that like things have gotten to this point. Yeah, I would say that it's one thing that it has over Battle Royal because like Battle Royal's like explanation of like kids are out of control. Like it's I like kinda, Battle Royal 2's plot better. It's kind of silly. I love Battle Royal 2. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I will defend that movie till the day I die. That movie's great. Uh, Gox. Nine. I really, really like this movie. And I think what I'm having, what's interesting is I don't know why I don't feel this is like a heavy-handed commentary. Because that's funny. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, it feels like it's got all the markings of like what would be like a heavy-handed, like, There's no look at how look at how awful we are. You know are. what it is? Because it doesn't cut to the audience at all. You don't see yeah. them at all. You're just... Also... Oh, sorry, sorry. No, that was it. There, there is no... And this is specifically... I'm drawing, awful. I'm drawing from that fucking Thank You America. What's yeah. it? God Bless America. Yeah, God Bless America. God Bless America has these, like, series of, like, long-winded diatribes about, oh, this is why things are wrong, and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I'm, like, sitting there going, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. This movie never does that. There's no... no it's, like, it's like, if anything, it's just, like, sort of teased at. Yeah. But that's what you want. It's perfect. 
And it, Note it, that God made, God made the kitty bat bat motion. <laughs> but and then like we've all talked about here, like there's stuff that they tease that like you don't really even like. But your brain did. Like they they yeah. talk about that you know in their own way in a visual way, and in the way they build the world. Yeah, because nobody seems like. Oh, I'll go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, nobody seems like oh this. Like you said, this shit's all fucked up, and I can't believe we've got right. this game, and we're in this situation. You never get that, you never get that once. Besides, nope. well, you get the old man sort of. Sort well, no, of. he says that the game itself is like spoil is like rigged. He doesn't say like, yeah. look at the situation we found ourselves. Yeah, no, in. he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't like pontificate. Like everybody like, accepts this as just like the reality. Some people would, are so interesting about it. to have like a uh, like a protest group. Right. They like showed up to protest it. Like that would stop. be kind of interesting. And they all get run over. And they all get, yeah, <laughs> they all get blasted or something. Yeah. But this movie, yeah, it feels like. It, well, it's you got, brought up like the original Death Race. Like it's not as funny as Death Race no. is, but it's the same kind of yeah, commentary. Or Running Man. Like it's yeah. all that sort well, of same. I, I know. <laughs> reading, I know. Reading is stupid, but have any of you read the book? The, or the short story yeah it's yes. super different it's a lot like this it's yeah. more like this it's, not, it's, it's good it's very, it's very similar good. to this actually like, slightly like, racist I would say good. that this this movie is closer to the Running Man story than the actual Running Man movie agreed because like even there's a scene in this movie where where the two contestants like run off and like we got for tips and cameras that's exact that's a yeah. plot point in the Running Man wait because in the Running Man book like don't you have to like turn in a videotape every like 24 hours yeah or well something? he didn't I mean you didn't have like the technology now I didn't really think that out but yeah. uh, but no this movie that book ends with a guy crashing a plane into a building I don't think we'll ever get that true adaptation <laughs> anymore but uh <laughs> sorry yeah. spoiler alert for that book but the uh, but yeah series seven it's a nine for me I, I really I really I I was. I'm actually stoked that I still love this movie. Yeah, me I, too. It's been a while since me I've too. seen it, yeah. but I was like, please still like this. And I do. Good. Sean. Ten. I think this movie's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, it, and it's something you can never make again. Like, this is it. This is like, lightning you in can't a pan. Make, yeah, it is lightning in a pan. You can't make this movie again. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's subversive without being obnoxious. Like It's, it's obnoxious without being subversive. <laughs> It's as dilapidated as it is luxurious. Um, no, like, I can't, like, there's nothing to pick at in this movie at all. Like, even the dumb shit, like, the the dramatization, like, it's so fucking The dramatization perfect. works so well. And they're so funny. Like, and they fucking, so, when they do the dramatization, there's continuity reasons in the movie that yeah. they do it. And it's just like, that's fucking brilliant. Like, I'm shocked that this guy's never made another movie. Because yeah. I think he wrote it, too. I think he did, yeah. I mean, it's fucking unbelievable how good this movie is. And like, I'm shocked. And we sit there and watch... And it's been sitting in my house for a year, and I haven't cracked it that's over. That's fair. Like, but if you sit there and unpack some of the weight of some of the scenes that we actually watched... Right. It's fucking heavy. Because they don't... Shit. Like you said, they don't talk about it. They just let you kind of just... Like you said, there's stuff you didn't notice, or stuff you didn't know. Like, and I also think that maybe, and I was thinking, I was thinking about specifically the scene when the the young girl gets brained. Yeah, and it's not, it's pretty fucked up if you think about what you're watching. But I think maybe the way the the movie is presented, being a TV show, sterilizes it gives you it, right? that air yeah. of phoniness. So that in and of itself is kind of playing like yeah. a trick. I didn't even think about that. Instead of just showing it, you only get to see part of it because it's being broadcast right. on television. Right. Like, you were saying, like, uh, you were making a joke that, like, if it was by that assault on Precinct 13 guy, you'd see her, like, brain spill yeah. out of her nose. But, like, it kind of works better this way because yeah, it I feels so. more real. It, and it feels like more how a TV show would shoot it, and it feels like how they would, like, yeah, like, how it's not, it's, 
it's real, but it's not because it's TV. Yeah. yeah. It's, and I think it's like, weird. And again, like maybe it's more it's more fucked up, like the more I think about it because of where we are now, how like you can fucking Google fucking death videos left and right. Well, it's now. also like it's, it's so kind of a weird comparison, but like the movie Waiting, you can tell it was written by people that worked in restaurants for a really long time. Like you can tell this person has dealt with T V like sure. a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I mean this is great. Like this is I'm shocked. Like how good this is, this is, this is with true. no actors that besides Will Arnett and this chick who plays a, a, pit. a small part in. Solid she Gold was great. I'm Everybody's really good. I'm in surprised this. that she didn't get do more after this. She is phenomenal in this yeah. movie. She's, She's so human and so. Phenomenal. I have the weirdest memory of this movie before I saw it. She was on some like. MTV show like a TRL or something one of them MTV girls and it was like for two seconds and she's like they're like what are you doing and she's like oh I'm in this movie series 7 that was like it yeah <laughs> uh, so who's left Eagles so uh, wait Alec went 8 I went 9 Sean went 10 so that's an 11 for you dog <laughs> that is a this movie gets a straight 10 for me dog this yeah. movie is I, I was trying to find fault with it this movie is about as perfect as you can get I, For no money, this movie could not have cost any. And it made one hundred and forty thousand dollars box office. I this got released in the box office. I can't even believe it got a box office release. That's a crime. How did you find the box office mojo? So that that's what. But it they don't have the production stuff on there. Maybe, maybe they not. never released the budget. I think this movie is goddamn brilliant, and it's a fucking shame that like it's just got such a limited. It, you know, it's the it's the Simpsons thing about. Yeah. Our radio station doesn't have any broadcast. We only get to like we only have a radius of twenty feet, which makes us the most powerful jazz station in all the country. Like, <laughs> I feel like this kind of like how I feel about Miracle Mile when I finally yeah, saw that. Yeah, I'm, I could see that. Um, I do want to put this out there. I think I might have cheated for the month because this really isn't found footage. Yeah, does it count? I think so. I think it's still. I think it, it's in the right vein. I mean, it's a. It's a handy cam. I, I'm, right. When the camera is actually in the story, I'm gonna call it film okay. I'm That's fine fair. with that. Uh, but now I think this movie is absolutely incredible. It does so many things like really, really well. And I think like you know when we were talking about that movie, that uh, Jarmusch movie that I watched, like he balances tones really well. This this movie balances all kinds of tones. Right. It's it's darkly funny. It's satirical. It's violent and disturbing. Like it's. And it's doing all this at once. It's romantic it, in parts. Yeah, and it never feels uneven. Or, yeah. or like, maybe because it moves so fast. Yeah. Like, you don't ever get a time. Like, no, that doesn't work. No, everything works. Like, everything, all the characters, the, the characters that you're introduced to feel real and, like, lived in. Yeah. Like, all, none of them feel, like, ridiculous. Because I feel like that would have been an easy thing to do is to make, like... Just make all caricatures. Well, like, I mean, I guess the closest one is like the conspiracy theory guy, but like he's not even. You don't get that much of him. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably smart. And not for nothing, he's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Awesome. yeah. <laughs> well, it's also like how they cut all that schmaltzy shit into it too. It's like the last two showdown, and they cut all their like right. high school shit together into it. That, but again, like, that's, that's like all. Art project. That's, that's all fucking TV. Yeah. It's like so perfect. And I, I, I've already told the guys here this ad nauseum, but I still think it's funny, so y'all at home can hear this. I thought that uh, Joy Division, they play the song Love Will Tear Us Apart, which I will play as the outro song now. Um, <laughs> Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division, they play that in this, this movie a lot. I thought that it was a joke song created for this movie, and it wasn't until years later that I was listening to, like, Sirius XM, like, whatever their, like, new wave station is or whatever, yeah. and they were playing it, 
and I almost had a car accident. Because I was like, wait a minute, this is an actual song? And sure enough. So yeah, um, Joy Division, which I, I love now. And Gogs is mad because like, there's all these different Joy Division parodies <laughs> that he doesn't understand. I got Roy Division. Roy Division. <laughs> what I got. I still like the one with, uh, what's his name, the cat. Oh. To, uh, what's his name now? I forgot his name. Smacky? It's like Jerry? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Jerry Division? Um, anyway. Yeah, it's too bad we can't shit on this because there are better episodes, but this is... There's nothing to shit on, man. I, I love to find fault with this movie, but it is fucking great. I'm really glad that y'all liked it. And I'm glad, like Gog said, this is one of those movies I haven't seen in over a decade, and I was worried that, like, well, maybe I was an idiot. You know, maybe it's not going to well, age well. Those two I mean, yeah, not mutually exclusive. I'm still an idiot. Yeah, you still be dumb. So who's picking his next week? Alex. Alex pick. Chronicle. Looking forward to watching that. Yeah. I've never seen it. Never seen it. None of you have seen it? I've, I've seen, seen it. it. It's Max Landis' best project. Is it, Josh Trank's best It's got to be, uh, yeah. what's his name? It's that guy I hate. Josh Trank? No. Oh. Dane DeHaan. Oh, Dane DeHaan. Oh, yeah. no. It's got his best. It's got Dane DeHaan. I think that's the movie that launched. Did you see it? Yeah. It launched a thousand dollars. I think it launched Dane DeHaan's career. When did you see Dane DeHaan? Did we see him in something recently? I saw him in Valerian and I hated my life. Dane DeHaan. Also, I'm like a big Dane DeHaan booster because I saw him in Valerian. I saw him in Place Beyond the Pines. I saw him in fucking Cure for Wellness. Did you see him in the Spider Man movie? I think I've seen his whole career. Oh, yeah. I did see him in that movie. Isn't Valerian that shit you chew on to make you go to sleep? That's, uh, yeah, that is Valerian yeah, Root. I could have used that. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The movie works just as well. Brum, brum. But I'm shame. Uh, all right, cool. So we got snip, snap. Chronicle next week, and then what? Gogs, did you come to a pick yet? Um, I don't. Remember. I thought I still said. I think I'm still holding Blair Witch. Yeah, that's cool. All right, oh. good month. Cool. Fine. So we're not gonna be tortured the, yeah. the rest of this month. I haven't seen Blair Witch in a while, so uh, we'll see. Nah, yeah. it's fine. I, I really like it. Actually, it's better than fine. Better Fine's good. It's one of those movies I watch every, like, Halloween season. Oh. I think it still holds up. It's actually going to be really cool down here. Be terrified. I, I yeah, am I going to be all scared? Maybe. I'll hold you. I have to quit that week. Fun fact. <laughs> I have to tap out for We week. did that. We, we A bunch of us watched that movie, and then we knew one of our friends was watching that movie, so we went to his house, and we decorated the entire front of his house with stick men oh, and bloody handprints made of ketchup because his oh, dad helped us. Nice. And we took like a half-chewed hot dog and put it in a little nest like that dude's penis, maybe? Oh, spoilers. Um, but I've never seen it. Thanks, bud. Yeah, neither have I. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> You're but, not going to remember two weeks anyway. Anyway, someone, instead of him coming home and finding it, his little sister came home and found oh it God. and she'd also just seen the movie and she sat there in the driveway honking the horn and screaming at the top of her lungs until someone came outside to get her from the car and that's bring her in. fucking hilarious. I'll never forget, like... Oh, that fucking scene... I'm sorry, that scene series I forgot to mention where she's, like, on the phone, she's like, there's a bomb that's gonna blow up in five, oh God. four, three, two, and the one runs out and she shoots at her. She's like, oh, fucking gun! Yeah, the gun shoots. She's got the worst Glock ever. That thing, she's... Yeah, her fucking... Her, her fucking... Her, like... Taking yourself on and calling people to fuck with them is yeah. so. That movie's great. Watch the movie. Yeah. Anyway, if you can, somehow. that's it. Somehow, yeah. you can't even steal this movie, right? Oh uh, no, movie's <laughs> I tried. <laughs> it's it's very hard to get. I found a torrent for like an old AVI file that had like two seeds. So like, good luck. Good luck, dickhead. Anyway, God, uh, you should rip it and upload it as a service to the internet. Just no, but friend. you should give it to me so I can rip it and have it on my computer. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's 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 fine. 
And you can, you, fans, you can you should give it to me so he can't have it and rip it. Oh, Ooh, Alex, Alex is gonna rip it. it Fuck this movie. Uh, all right, everybody. If I can't have nobody it, nobody else can it. have this movie. Listen to the new and supervillain show. It's funny. Let's <coughs> show today. Yeah. Luba boys. Luba boys. Consensual bed. bed. Giant bed. You better make sure that bed has a consensual comforter. A consensual boy. <laughs> use, if you get several boys, you can use them as a comforter. <laughs> Just snuggle on up between them. Like a bunch of dachshunds. Some lady at my work saw that new, uh, uh, that Greatest Showman movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that looks really gay. And she's like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was like, I can't believe that. <laughs> How are old you? Are you 100 years old? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's that. Good night. I'm doing Jack Bennett. I'm doing Greatest Showman.